This week in the parish of bourses and market structure, Tata will make a strong debut as Abu Dhabi Stock Exchange and Dubai Financial Market announce plans to be fully Monday to Friday, five days a week from the new year. Over in Hong Kong, senior regulator Ashley Alder is seeking a carbon connect and the unified Vietnam exchange VNX launched in Hanoi and Ho Chi Minh as Nigeria's CCP Clearinghouse also got underway. My name is Patrick L. Young. Welcome to the Bourse Business Weekly Digest. It's the Exchange Invest Weekly Podcast, Episode 125. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. This is a very brief reduction of highlights amongst the key headlines from the week in market structure. All the analysis of the many events of the past seven days can be found in Exchange Invest's daily subscriber newsletter, the unique guide to the bourse business sent daily to your inbox. More details at exchangeinvest.com. Investors are looking past US-China rise to the growth potential of the Chinese state. That's the view of Hong Kong Exchange's boss, Nicholas Agazan, speaking at a conference in the city-state of Hong Kong itself. Elsewhere, Abu Dhabi Securities Exchange and the Dubai Financial Market announced new trading weeks. It's a whole new workweek revolution in the UAE, where many entities may close at lunchtime on Friday, including the government. Markets will opt for a full-day trading session until 3pm, five days a week with the open at 10am local time. Of course, the burning question now across the UAE is, will the Friday buffet become a Saturday pastime, or will the government workers be doing it twice a week as the financiers monitor the market close? The City of London is in danger of becoming a Jurassic Park. That was what the week summarised. What is a London and indeed European problem, a decaying stock market product. Content which looks fit to be branded on Instagram but beyond that, doesn't really influence global growth. Congratulations to the Nigerian exchange. The Nigerian capital market has launched their central counterparty exchange, thus enabling derivatives trade within Nigeria. Elsewhere, the Bangladesh SEC, they have asked the Dhaka Stock Exchange and the Chittagong Stock Exchange to be listed on their own stock exchanges in the near future. And finally, a quick resume from the Beijing Stock Exchange, which is only several weeks old already. A total of 82 companies had listed on the Beijing Stock Exchange by December the 8th, covering 25 sectors of the Chinese national economy, with a cumulative transaction volume of 43.02 billion yuan, that's 6.76 billion US dollars in Western money, Pretty impressive all round for an early starter exchange in only its second week. Exchange Invest is the daily must-read by the most influential figures operating the world's best markets. We invite you to join the exclusive group of Boris bosses and other C-suite executives who make Exchange Invest the exchange of information, their daily business intelligence guide to markets the world over. Exchange Invest is available to subscribers at $200 per user per year or currency equivalent. You can get more details at exchangeinvest.com or email me patrick at derivativesvision.com.
Speaking of markets that we've written off, five new firms are going to list on the Victoria Falls Exchange. Those dead on arrival at launch obituaries of Zimbabwe's US dollar-denominated exchange might yet be proven wrong. No results this week, but it was a busy week for new markets. All the details were in Exchange Invest, the water cooler of the bourse business, the newsletter no one can afford to be without in capital markets and market structure. Singapore Exchange Chain have launched a new digital gold trading platform. Rialto, they've launched a platform to trade real estate and other liquid securities. They're not to be confused with Rialto, which was, of course, the company run by Shari Noonan, who are currently crowdfunding. And indeed, Shari Noonan was our guest on a recent IPO vid. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange, they've launched a private placements platform, funnily enough, called JSE Private Placements. While the Brazil Stock Exchange B3 is planning to enter the crypto market in 2022, according to reports. Big deal of the week, of course, was that Saudi Stock Exchange listing Tadawul soared on debut after their $1 billion IPO, launching almost 10% above the listing price, with excellent news coming through the pipeline, including the concept that they look to have 50 IPO applications coming in 2022, as well as the Saudi bourse considering SPAC listings. SBI, they've announced a crypto joint venture with the Swiss digital exchange SIX, that's the SDX arm of SIX presumably. That's going to be a Singapore joint venture, which explains why Joss Jusselhoff, the SIX CEO, was presumably so keen to say positive things about the city-state only recently. Speaking of Rialto, not the Rialto we mentioned a moment ago doing real estate, but Rialto, the company we were talking about just the other week, Shari Noonan actually announced her investment opportunity December the 8th on Net Capital. There's a Regulation A crowdfunding round going on there in that private market platform. Don't forget, you can, of course, catch her live stream, IPOVID live stream. She was guest number episode 41, The New Frontiers of Private Markets, which is available on youtube.com, IPO-vid with all the details of all of our other excellent live streams to be found there, including our most recent guest, the final one of 2021, Jos Schmidt of NEO, which has recently been sold, of course, to the Chicago Board Options Exchange, SIBO. One interesting listing this week, adding to the parish, the Norwegian Block Exchange has listed on Euronext Growth. Don't forget, you can still pick up a copy of Victory or Death, blockchain cryptocurrency in the fintech world. COVID-19 has proven a killer, even though Omicron might not be as deadly as most strains. Hopefully it's the strain which finally sees the breakthrough and the dissipation of this horrible virus. Anyway, is it a fact that the impact of fintech is going to be more dangerous in the long term towards your career? Well, it's a Victory or Death world of risk and opportunity. Victory or Death is published by DV Books and is distributed by Ingram Worldwide. Thanks for listening to Exchange Invest Weekly. We welcome your feedback. You can contact me directly, patrick at derivativesvision.com with any comments. Meanwhile, if you enjoyed this show, we would welcome you giving us a thumbs up. Or if you have time, a positive review will always be welcome wherever you find this podcast. In Cryptoland this week, Binance have shut down their Singapore cryptocurrency exchange. But at the same time, their CEO, CZ, has said that Binance is not leaving Singapore. Elsewhere, in slightly confusing messaging, Coinbase mistakenly told some customers this week they were billionaires. A display issue was subsequently resolved. At least now, in the case of Coinbase, I presume academic researchers can do a PhD in which is more traumatic to the end user.
having your data hacked from Coinbase and finding out only weeks later, or being told in real time by the platform that you're a billionaire when you clearly aren't. Upbit's operator Dynamo, they vowed to go global, and Tokenize is launching a regulated stock exchange for all forms of security tokens. Product news this week highlights certainly was Sweden's announcement of their spectacular IPO numbers. They have joined Europe's big league for listings in a record year. Perhaps it's that swagger which brought Sweden to the fore as the last civilization standing while all others locked their citizens down North Korean style during the pandemic. Whatever the reasons happen to be, I would say a lot of it's down to good old-fashioned diligence on the parts of team members such as Erjuretsen, Adam Kostjal et al. at the Nordic Scandinavian Bourses. Nasdaq Nordic has become a listing powerhouse and proven the parish advantage of open free markets, raising capital to develop businesses. So good to see. Well done to all at Nasdaq Nordic. ICE are there saying their new Midland WTI futures contract will go live in late January. I say farewell Cushing. Houston, here we flow. Technology news, well, ICE dominated that too with their introduction of reference data for the leveraged loan market and interactive brokers have launched Impact, a mobile trading platform for socially impactful investors. Crowdfunding, quick move, Kickstarter is looking to go onto the blockchain. In other news, Kickstarter faces backlash over its partnership to enter onto the blockchain. A lot of obituaries being written for peer-to-peer lending as well as Zopa, the UK pioneer in the sector, has announced its withdrawing as it just can't find a way to make money. Career paths this week. Deutsche Börse, they extended the board mandate of Gregor Pottmeier and at the same time his former colleague, Holka Stars. She's reappeared. She's now going to be the head of Group IT for none other than that household name, Volkswagen. And thus, ladies and gentlemen, it leaves me only to say a fond farewell. First of all, a fond farewell for Christmas. We wish you a very, very happy Christmas, a wonderful festive season. And we're looking forward to seeing you in what we hope will be a wonderfully, beautifully distributed, in equal measure, healthy, prosperous, wise and wonderful 2022. But let me say a farewell as well this week, ladies and gentlemen, to a man who only joined the parish at the tail end of his epic career. But the impact of David Buick has been felt for years as a larger-than-life figure in the City of London. After a career spanning back to 1962, a mere 59 professional years on, he is hanging up his hat. Having in recent years been a public face for Aquis, all the very best to David. And on that mysterious and magnificent note, overall it's beginning to look rather like Christmas is around the corner. So we're going to wrap this podcast until the new year. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Patrick L. Young. Thank you for joining me. I wish you a great festive season and a happy new year in blockchain, life and markets. This show relates to the business of bourses. It is not to be construed as investment advice, nor are we making any investment recommendations. Please consult an investment advisor before you make any investments, and for goodness sake, do your due diligence and do not make investments without complying with the regulations in your home state. Exchange Invest cannot be held responsible for any investment decisions made as a result of our program, which is for entertainment purposes only.
The material herein is copyright Patrick L. Young at the date of publication, while our music and sound effects are sourced from copyright-free sources. Thanks for listening to Exchange Invest Weekly, the exchange of information.